thank you for coming back and listening to Baby Wearing Southwest Carrying and Parenting Podcast. I really hope you enjoy our first new episode of 2022. Uh, This episode is all about facing away in your career. Enjoy! So thank you for joining me and welcome. Today's episode, we're going to be exploring carrying, facing away from us. So that is outward facing in a carrier. When our babies are newborns, they are all snug and curled up and generally spend their time sleeping on us, which is wonderful and the carrier or sling can be just the most helpful parenting tool to enable babies to do all of that sleeping and growing and development. At around three or four months, our babies have longer awake windows. So they're awake for a little bit longer and they are more and more alert and become really super nosy. We know that, you know, they love to look around. They want to see what's going on. They might miss a feed just because they might miss out on something if they stop and rest. What that often coincides with is babies pushing away from the sling and maybe not being as snug and comfortable and doesn't seem to have the same effect as it did when they were newborns. So as I said, babies may push away, they may become grumpy, a little less settled in there. Uh, And that comes for a variety of reasons and many of us think that it must be a sign that baby doesn't like the sling anymore or that we need to move our babies facing away from us to give them a better way of being able to see. There are a few reasons why babies can become a little bit more sling resistant, um, can start pushing away and can start fighting the carrier or sling just that little bit more, especially around the three to four month mark. As I said before, they have longer awake windows. So before, every time they got in the sling, they go, ah, this is just what I needed. And they relax and they fall asleep. Now they go in the sling and they go, I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. I know this is cozy. I know this is lovely, but I might miss something. So they're fighting that kind of cosy, settled, going to sleep because they don't want to miss out. Um, They are also wanting to be able to have a better like field of vision. So they want to be able to see more looking around them. Now, many of the carriers that are out there, a lot of them can be harness carriers that people start off with, which Um, can have quite a restrictive view. So fabric comes up quite high on baby, um, not giving them very much room to be able to kind of turn into the sling and look out over the top. Um, So those are part of the reasons why baby can become a little bit sling resistant. And as I said, this is the point where we think that actually baby needs to be facing out or facing away from us. Now, many believe that this is just a natural next step 
developmentally um, and that you have baby nice and snug in you onto you and then once they become a little bit more alert and they can hold their heads up and up a torso a little bit more then we turn them around and facing the other way um, and this is actually not the case developmentally babies do not need to face away in a sling or carrier so there are some considerations that we want to explore if you are thinking about facing your baby out. Not all carriers are suitable for facing baby away. So ensure that the carrier that you have chosen is suitable for facing away. Um, another thing is to be aware of some of the considerations. So we're going to cover um, the safety reasons we're going to cover development and we're going to cover positioning and support. So the first off, I'm going to start off with when we are facing our babies away, the um, support to baby is not quite the same as when they're facing to you. So when they're facing towards us, their heads can rest on our chest and their spines are supported by the carrier. When our babies face away, they are not support their backs are not supported because we are hard um our chests are hard and aren't able to mold round baby's um spine whole supporting their positions so therefore quite often they are quite upright um and they have to hold themselves up that little bit more so there's slightly less support for baby um, we also need to be aware that actually it puts us off balance slightly. Uh, when our babies are facing into us, they're quite snug, they're quite closely together. We generally kind of move as one. He faces away, that balance is thrown off just slightly. So they hang from us a little bit more just because they're slightly less well supported and rounded as they are when they're facing us. Another thing is that obviously because of that, a lot of the weight goes around the crotch area of baby. Now, what happens with that is it also makes it slightly more uncomfortable for us pulling likely onto our shoulders and lower back. So it may be that due to the not as supportive nature of facing away, that you will actually be comfortable to carry for shorter periods of time. Another thing is, as parents, we work really hard on being responsive to our children. Most people who are listening to this podcast will be responsive parents. They will be feeding on demand as following baby's cues. Their babies will be sleeping again upon baby's cues. We will be responding to baby's needs as and when baby shows us. We probably really understand our little ones. Um, and quite often we'll do what we can to meet their needs as quickly as possible. Babies know that we will be there in response to their needs. They look to us for reassurance um, and safety. Unfortunately, when baby is facing away, it makes it really challenging to be able to offer that same level of responsive parenting and reassurance to baby. 
Now, during this time of around four to five months, when it becomes more suitable for babies to be facing away, which we will come to when we look at safety, um, they are still really kind of understanding the world around them. Their senses are much more heightened. They haven't got that filter for the environment around them. So therefore they can become overstimulated really quickly because they don't have that filter to be able to block things out and to be able to kind of create those paths and pictures of what things are. And also their senses are their um, observations of the world and kind of creating those connections of the world around them is constantly changing. So even if it's a familiar environment, it may be a very different experience to them each time that you go, depending upon their brain's development at that moment in time. So we have a really big stimulation for baby and they haven't got the ability to be able to check in with you and get that reassurance on a regular basis. So these things therefore then can actually almost go slightly against what you have spent that first uh, those first early days kind of upon building. So it's really good to kind of just have a little bit of a think and a reflection upon this. Now it's not to say that you should not carry your baby facing outwards, it is just an understanding of some of those potential things that maybe we need to consider when we are facing outwards in a carrier or sling. So some considerations to have if you are considering putting your baby in a sling or carrier facing away from you, or facing outwards. So first off, make sure that the carrier is suitable for facing away. Um, there are a whole range of different carriers and I'm more than happy to be able to help. Um, and I will be putting this blog into a, um, this podcast into a blog where I will link to some of my personal favourite carriers that allow facing away, that hold baby in a well supported position. Um, the next is that baby needs to be approximately four to five months. So they have a good um, torso, upper torso control. So they've got good head control. They're able to support their own airway as well. Um, it's around four to five months. Uh, we want to ensure that the airway is clear so that there is no fabric um, restricting the nose and mouth and we're wanting to make sure that baby is alert and awake. When our babies are facing away from us the one only thing um, that I would be, I'm generally a no rules person but the one thing I will say is please don't ever under any circumstances allow your baby to sleep in a carrier facing away. There are a variety of reasons and the main one being um, the higher increased risk of positional asphyxiation. So where the airway becomes blocked as the body relaxes and the chin dropping onto that chest causing positional asphyxiation. And as baby is facing away from you, you are less likely to be able to monitor that airway um, and notice that during sleep. So if your baby is facing away and they become tired, please turn them round so you're able to have them all nice and snug up against your chest. So we've made sure that baby is able to support their own airway. 
We've ensured that their airway is clear so their chin goes over the top of the carrier. We've ensured that they are not asleep. We're making sure that they aren't eating, again, because we can't monitor baby as well. Um, so it's best for them not to be eating as we wouldn't be able to react quickly enough if they were choking. Um, and we are wanting to kind of limit how long baby's facing out for to about 20 minutes to 20 to 30 minutes at a time. And this is um, a lot due to comfort and support. So it becomes uncomfortable for you and for baby quite often, um, but also mainly due to stimulation. It can be overstimulating for baby and they have no escape from that stimulation, but to become upset um, or to fall asleep. Um, so good support, making sure that the, you guys are both comfortable, making sure the airway is clear, that baby is alert and not asleep, that they aren't eating, um, that we're approximately four to five months with good head control and approximately not for more than 20 to 30 minutes at a time. Now, I hear you saying, that's great, Kizzy, but my baby really needs to be able to see more and is unhappy with being in the current carrier and sling positioning that we're using and we don't want to stop carrying, so what do we do? There's good news. There's always alternatives. So um, obviously, if you want to face your baby outwards, having a, being aware of those considerations allows you to make informed decisions. So if you are at the petting zoo with friends or family and your baby is ecstatic about stroking the donkeys or watching the chickens, then you can indeed face them away. They're alert, they're engaged. You've got other people being able to offer that reassurance and watching um, and engagement within with baby and the environment, allowing you to carry on being the wonderful, sort of responsive parents that you are. But there are alternatives. So alternatives are carriers where you're able to have baby on the front, but the straps come in a slightly different position, allowing baby to have a good clear vision and potentially allowing baby to pop an arm out over the top, giving them that sort of slight element of rotation of being able to see, um, while also giving the safety of being able to tuck baby's arms back in if they become tired and giving baby that control if they wanted to snuggle their head back in because the world around them has become too um, overstimulating or because they need to have a rest. But it also allows them to look up at you if they're concerned. There's a big noise and they're not sure. They can look at your face for reassurance. Um, if they meet somebody in the street or out and about and they're not sure if that's someone they recognize or if it's a person that is okay, this is really common. Um, thing to happen around six months when they get your first kind of big separation anxiety happening. Um, it'd be really sort of reassuring for baby to be able to look at you and kind of go, it's okay. Oh, hi. You know, isn't it lovely to see you? Oh, do you remember? Um, just our tone of voice and just our interaction with other people is all baby need to be able to observe, to feel just that little bit more reassured. So we've got a inward facing, so a pair facing towards you carrier where your baby is able to pop an arm out over the top or can see nicely from side to side over the edges 
of the carrier and straps of the carriers. Um, there's some carriers that do this better than others. Again, this is something I will cover in the write-up of this on our um, website. Another option is carrying your baby on your hip. If your carrier, if you've got a buckle carrier and it, it enables you to cross the straps, you can generally um, carry on your hip using that carrier. Um, or you could use a carrier that's designed to go on the hip. So things like a scooter baby or a ring sling are really good too. Alternatively, you can also pop baby onto your back, giving them a slightly different field of vision. Again, though, you don't have um, as much of that direct face-to-face -face reassurance. So it might be if that's something you don't do if baby's going through separation anxiety, but it can be a really good way to give baby good lots of vision, um, lots of opportunity for exploring the world around them and stimulation in a well-supported position while also giving them an opportunity to take a rest from overstimulation. So let's summarise. Facing away. It is not a developmental next step to carrying. That is one of the first most important to realise you don't have to face away. There are other options. If you do choose to face away, just remembering a few things, ideally not for more than 20 to 30 minutes to ensure baby doesn't become overstimulated and also for comfort. Making sure that baby has got good head control before you let them face away, so around four to five months. Making sure that their um, airway is nice and clear and away from all of that fabric on the front. Making sure they aren't eating or asleep when facing away to ensure that we're protecting that airway and no risk of positional asphyxiation or choking. And making sure that you are nice and alert. So you can use things like selfie mode on your phone or a little mirror to be able to keep an eye on baby. But there are alternatives. The alternatives can be a carrier facing you where an arm can pop out over the side so they can have a good look around or where the straps don't restrict baby's vision. You can pop baby on your hip using your carrier. There are some carriers that are specifically designed for this and there are other carriers that you can adapt to allow you to move baby onto your hip or alternatively on the back if your baby is ready and sitting. Obviously, if you really want your baby facing out, being aware of these kind of things allows you to make that informed decision of what is suitable for that moment in time that you feel happy and confident with and comfortable with. There are no hard rules. Remember, it is about finding what works for you, being aware of all of the information and making that informed choice. If you would like some further information or support with how to carry your baby on your hip or back carrying or even finding the right carrier that allows baby to have a good field of vision, do get in contact. I am currently offering half an hour digital consultations for £10. Alternatively, you can also have a face-to-face -face quick fit check for 20 minutes, which is £10 
or you can have an hour's consultation where we can go through all of your options, have a really good play, and that is for 90 minutes for £30. Thank you so much for listening to this episode all about Facing Away. And I will be back really soon with our next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to Baby Wearing Southwest Carrying and Parenting podcast and our episode all about facing away in your career. I hope you found that episode helpful and do look out for our blog post with some links and images to go with this as a little bonus. Well, why not check out our new website, which is www southwestbumpsandbeyond.com and that is where you will find all about the huddle our items that we sell in our shop and all of our groups and parent and carrying support that we now offer you could also find us on facebook on where we are the huddle yeovil or on instagram where we are the huddle southwest that is just sw not the full southwest um why not join our online network we are on mighty network and we are the huddle yeovil you can join us for just two pounds a month and access all of the caring and parenting support if through our community online and be the first to hear all about our upcoming workshops and events Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to delivering you at the next episode. Bye.